Hey everybody, welcome back to the channel. We appreciate you being here. All you survivors out there, thanks for tuning in. We appreciate it. Don't forget to like and subscribe below. Hey, tonight we got a great show. We're going to talk about a real sicko. I think he's a sicko anyway. Camille's going to go over everything. It's his show tonight. But first, we are going to talk about a dad joke. All right? There's a new thing we're going to start. We're going to give you a dad joke at the beginning of every show. And I'm going to start it off with a skeleton walks into a bar and asks the bartender for a beer and a mop. Oh, it's a dad joke. All right. To, Think the, about to, it. to the dad joke. Jeez. Think about it. I'm your host. I'm one of your hosts, Ronnie. I'm John. Camille. Cheers. And between us, we have 75 years of law enforcement experience, which is probably why we're a little warped up here and think the way we do. But that's okay. It makes it fun. Let's jump right into the beer moment, okay. John. What's so, going on, buddy? Tonight we have Pahoho by Two Brothers Artisan Brewing out of Warrenville, Illinois. Again, that is Pahoho Wait, Coconut Ale. Do they have a Slapaho? I do not know if they have a Slapaho. <laughs> but if Two Brothers share a hoe, they may Slapaho. <laughs> and it is Two Brothers. <laughs> so, all right. Here all we right. Go. So, I like it. I like the smell. I'm um, going to go off and say that it has a little bit of a cider taste, even though it is not a cider. A little bit of an apple cider taste. I like the hell out of it. I'm going to give it like a 9.25. Yeah, definitely it's a cidery. I'm sure that's a word. Yeah. Right? Cidery. Yeah. Certainly. It is now. <laughs> it's now. Um, I'm going to give it an 8. 8.25. Yeah, I like it. There you go. Yeah. Uh it's more cidery than coconutty, and I was actually hoping to get some more coconut. Yeah, that's right? a good point. It is. There's not really much coconut. Yeah, I, 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 I get a slight hint of coconut. Mm. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give it a seven point five. All right. Well, that's a pretty darn, darn good rating for a new beer. You know, we tried it. We gave it a shot. Hey, let's talk about our sponsors a little bit here. Tonight's beer moment is brought to you by Kenny's Groceries, located in Orange City, right off 1792 and French Avenue. Over 500 different types of beers and wines. Please visit them. We appreciate it. Tell them Surviving the Badge sent you down there. And if you can find the sticker in the store and tell us where it's located, we will send you a sticker. But you got to send us an email or you got to send us a comment on the uh, comments below. Yeah, you can take a picture and then send it to retiredcopsrule at gmail. And that would be awesome. awesome. Yep. <laughs> yeah, dot <laughs> com. Yeah. <clears throat> our, our other sponsors, um, like to say a special thanks to Chris and Tom Clem of Exit Realty. These guys are phenomenal. Tom is a former Marine and a now current law enforcement officer locally, and they are in the real estate business. Um, Tom does it on the side. Kristen does it full time. She's a former school teacher. If you guys are in the market for a cash buy or any type of real estate at all, please contact Chris and Tom Clem. <clears throat> They will take care of you and make sure that it's done right. They care about their customers. All their information and their website link is below. Please visit them. Along with that, we have Clem Property Investments, Cash Buys. Tom can take care of you. Trust me, these guys are, are top notch. 
So we appreciate your sponsorship. Thank you. Last but not least, and who gives us a lot of this stuff that we do to make the show is CNR Constructors. They are a general contractor out of Central Florida. They specialize in commercial build-outs and home remodels and home building. Anything you need built, these guys can do it. They are top-notch. They did some work for John. He was happy, did a great job at his house. Um, we did some work for Tom Clem on a uh, flip house that he's doing. We just finished it up today. So make sure you visit the website, and I'll have all the information down below in the description. Let's move right on <clears throat> to our fallen officers. So as of today, when I was looking, I, I, the note said 85, but I was when I was leaving, I noticed there was one more, one more officer killed in the line of duty, and this officer was killed um, throwing out stop sticks in a pursuit. Oh, my and God. Uh, I, I know that I've used stop sticks. I don't know if have you guys, were you guys, I taught ever, them. <clears throat> were you guys ever successful with stop sticks? I was once. Yeah. Um, How did you react when you did? I screamed like a freaking little girl on the radio. <laughs> I got him. I got him. <laughs> I, he hit the stop sticks. He hit oh, yeah. the stop sticks. Oh, it was awesome because a bank robber from the city next to us, and he came down the main road, and I. Popped him, and we ended up catching him. And he, I think he did twenty five years in prison. Yeah, we had a we had a guy coming through. He had a gun. He was waving at everybody, and I pulled it, and he stopped and went right around. And I'm like, oh. son of a bitch. That's the only time I ever used him. But uh, anyway, so this officer was killed, unfortunately, um, deploying stop sticks. It's it's very dangerous. Uh, we've had sixteen officers killed with gun by gunfire. Fifteen. 16 by uh, auto-related and 50 by COVID, which is down from last year. So that's that's Thank good. God. Thank God. Um, so to all of our uh, fallen officers and their families, we salute you. Salute. And uh, rest in peace. Rest in peace. And prayers to you, I mean, all of your family and your departments and everybody. That, that's terrible. Yeah. Uh, so our trivia question, LT, you got a sticker? I do. The, the, right to, to show the folks. It looks just like this big old monster thing behind me. Just not that big. this size. <clears throat> to give you a little reference. Oh, wait. Here's a better reference. It's about beer can size. There you go. It'll fit on your beer koozie. Right. Absolutely. So our um, trivia question, again, in the honor of Women in History Month, which is March. Um, you Neanderthals did not know that. I did. Uh, oh. So, Eileen Warnos, serial killer from Ooh. our neck of the woods. Yeah. The question is, how did she murder her victims? How did Eileen Warnos, what was her chosen method of murder? Write a comment. First one to put a comment into the YouTube comment section. Correctly. Correctly. Yes. <laughs> Correctly. <laughs> we'll get a classic surviving. So meaning, sticker. was it strangulation? Was it blunt force trauma? Was it gunfire? Was it, you know, whatever. Yeah, right over my car. Drawn and quartered. Yeah. 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 Right. Yeah. Whatever yeah. method beating was her thing. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Exactly. Gotcha. So that is the trivia question for a classic Sticker. We're going to talk about America's Dr. Death. And I'm not talking about Dr. Kevorkian from, what was it, the 90s, 80s? 90s, I believe. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, I think doc- it started in the 80s, though. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Dr. Husel out of Ohio was uh, arrested a couple of years ago for uh, murder. He was suspected of murdering 27 of his patients through excessive use of fentanyl. And what is fentanyl? Fentanyl was invented 
numerous decades ago, like I don't know, seventies or eighties, and it's a severe, um, severely strong originally designed as a pain medication for terminally ill patients. Um, comfort, yes, yeah, like and, a stronger morphine, right? And it, and it it's a it's a uh, synthetic opiate. And it was designed for, and a lot of, in the original form was a patch, and because it, it would absorb right. it or absorb into the skin, and it would would give cancer patients who suffered from extreme excruciating pain um, pain relief. And that's and then in the last recent years, it's it's gone through. There's been a zillion amount of. Of overdose deaths, street overdose deaths, law um, enforcement officers succumbing because Absolutely. it does absorb into the skin, and a lot of off- officers will be searching a vehicle and they'll touch a, a powdery substance or something. And I think that's why the local sheriff's office they actually have Narcan nasal yes. spray, and yes. a lot of that is for themselves. Absolutely, right. if if they um, encounter. This and it becomes airborne. It can be ingested through the nasal, you know, uh, cavity, and I mean, it's immediate. It, it will put them down immediately. Yeah. So um, bad stuff. It, between it's suspected between 2015 and 2018 at Mark Car- Mount Carmel Hospital in Columbus, Ohio, where the doctor was uh, doctoring. <laughs> he was. Uh, so he wasn't the- practicing. He's. What, Doctoring. What, what is what is up with Columbus? I, I Ohio. I don't know. It, and and it, and what's weird about Ohio is a lot of times if you look at the map of of overdose deaths, Ohio is always over the top. What is I, going? I, on? I don't. I, I don't get tingling. <laughs> <laughs> so um, Doctor Husel, he uh, you know grew up kid whatever was going to college, and while he was in college in 1984, he was arrested for vehicle burglary. And then later in that same year, he was arrested for setting a pipe bomb to explode on the university campus. And he set up another student to take the fall for it. So this is the doctor in college. Wow. Why did this not um, come through in the uh, background check? Right. You know why? They only went back 10 years. Oh. And so they didn't see it. So they hired this doctor who had a violent criminal history and to be doctoring um, because their background check only went back 10 years. And why would you not go back to a person from the time they turned 18? How, I mean, much more, how much more would it cost? Yeah, I mean, you can't get anything prior to 18 unless you are a law enforcement agent right. or something like that. But, I mean, my God, man. Mm-hmm. You know? Yep. So Dr. Husel graduated. He graduated high school. He he was on uh, back for the uh, charges. He was sentenced to six months community confinement and a year of supervision. Uh, did all that. Graduated. Went to um, Ohio State University. Oh well, there's the problem right there. Nah. <laughs> well, that was that was for that was for medical school. Yeah. Well, there you go. He's a Buckeye. And where did he go? Ohio State. I'm sorry, I'm, you're right. The Ohio State Thank University. You. Yeah. Thank you for correcting Whatever. me. Whatever. Yeah, <laughs> whatever. Uh, graduated uh, the College of uh, Osteopathic Medicine <clears throat> in 2008. Found work in 2013 in the intensive care unit at Mount Carmel West Hospital in Columbus, Ohio. 
Wait, you got to say that right. Mount Carmel. Carmel. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I apologize. <laughs> um, caramel. It's like caramel caramel. or caramel. I say caramel. So I say caramel. Yeah. I say whichever is going to annoy the people I'm around. Well, why are we not? Su- why are we not surprised about that, John? Imagine that. <laughs> <laughs> so he's practicing. He starts practicing in 2013 as a as a doctor. In February 2015, he begins prescribing extremely high doses of fentanyl to his patients. And then I, uh, I by high dosages, though, I mean, what are we talking? Well, I, I included a a graph. What but you that? also described him as he was described as highly intelligent. That's that's what Wikipedia said. Yeah. Yes. Oh, <laughs> my, oh, okay. My my my. I wonder if he, he absolutely put that in there. Right. <laughs> so if you look at, I am highly intelligent. Right. And uh, I don't know if I, I I don't know if I added this to our what to 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 show the the people the the chart I th- I don't, I'm not sure if I sent you a picture of it okay but um, if I did uh, LT will put it up there so yeah I'll put a, it up in as the show. as you look at fentanyl if you and, and it's in micrograms when you get to about 250 or 150 it starts talking about significant risk of death and then 250 high risk is extreme death. Uh, 700 death likely, 1,000 death occurring. Just don't, I, I don't want to cut you off, but how much like use sugar as an example? Um, I so I, I sent LT a picture. Um, and if you look at um, fentanyl, like three to four grains, granules of sugar will kill you. Yeah, so it's, I mean, it's wow. Yeah, it, it's really? a minuscule amount will kill you. Wow. Now, on uh, for a lot of these patients who are in pain, they have a higher tolerance mm-hmm. for that. So you need, I mean, if you're going to help with uh, pain management, it obviously is going to increase a little bit. Right. Um, so 2015, uh, he's he's starting to prescribe these higher doses of, of fentanyl um, and which starts resulting in the deaths of some of his patients. And the argument is because the trial's going on right now, the argument is that it wasn't the high doses that killed them. It was their underlying medical conditions. Were they all terminal? Uh, not all of them. Some of them were okay. actually getting better. Okay. Yeah, they were all in the ICU, but some of them were getting better. It's not like they were all hospice patients. Okay. Yeah, um, which is a valid question. Are these all hospice patients that he's trying to ease their pain and move them on to, you know, nobody wants to sit around knowing that they're going to die sitting in pain. I I totally get that, but Mm -hmm. apparently that was not the case. Okay. uh, Whatsoever. Okay. so he marries his wife, which is a a, uh, uh, a nurse at the hospital. And um, let's see. So the first murder allegedly happened in 2015. A patient was administered 400 micrograms of fentanyl. And if you look at four, 400, it says extremely high risk. Um, and, and, and this is from their investigation. This wasn't the first reported one, but when they went back, they're, they're looking at his records and they're like, oh, yeah, you got 400 micrograms of, of fentanyl, which is which says extreme risk. Exactly. Right. 
Um, over the next couple years, 34 patients ended up dying. His patients, not overall patients, just, which happened to be an extreme amount compared to the other doctors right. working in the uh, um, intensive care unit. So Mount Carmel Hospital accused Hustle, uh, Hussel of 34 deaths. Um, one of the first victims reportedly received 1,000 micrograms, which... As a doctor, you would know near certain death. Near certain death. Majority of patients received between 500 and 1,000 micrograms. Two patients actually received 2,000 micrograms. Death. Death. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. Yeah. That's like gunshot to the head. Mm -hmm. Death. Yeah. According to your chart. So, how do you think, and I got it off the interweb, so it's got to be true. Interwebs? Um, So, is is that not a thing? It is. Okay. In this bar, it is. (laughs) Right. So um, most of his patients on the overnight shift, he was working the overnight shift. So how do you think he obtained this much fentanyl? He had to be buying it. No, no, no. It was, it's medical. It's prescribed. Uh, but, but so, um, and I sent you a picture of this too. Uh, there's a machine that a doctor in hospital, I mean, you have, how many nurses do you have in your family? Uh, two. Two. So they know about this. Um, when a doctor needs... A medication a lot of times instead of going to a pharmacist there's a machine mm-hmm. and you punch in you know blah 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 oh, blah. Yeah. so they found out that on several occasions he used as a doctor the override function because there's an automatic set that says hey you can only order this much but unless you're a doctor you can override it you know get me two thousand um, so, but how stupid! There's a record of it. He's right. got to punch his code in, which has to be a DEA number. Right, it has to be. I, I, I mean, all script pads have a DEA number on the bottom of the script pad, which is assigned to that doctor. So, I mean, it's traceable. So this guy got to, gets away with it for three years, from 2015 to 2018. Why? Why do you think that is? Because for nobody no. freaking even thought to even think that this guy was doing overdoses he, to these patients. He's a doctor. Right. Oh, doctors are... You know, right. Like like we did, I did a, a mini episode on um, uh, Dr. Death in England, uh, uh, Harold Shipman. He was killing hundreds and hundreds of patients with morphine overdoses. And they're like, oh, you know, that's fine. He's a doctor. He knows it. You know, oh, it, you know, and you sign off your own, on your own death certificate. 200 right. some odd victims. Right. And they don't question because he's a doctor. Right. So they don't question it. Right. Well, he did take that Hippocratic oath. So. Right. Do no harm. Right. Yeah. So, well, right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so um, October 25th, 2018, Mark Carmel received the first formal report of uh, Dr. Hussle, Hussle conduct. Easy for him to say. Right. <laughs> um, during this, they investigated and they found several um, uh, high doses of fentanyl. Between the start of the investigation and the time that they removed him from being able to see patients, three more patients died. That's yeah. it. Holy cow. <laughs> right? I mean, wow. I don't know why. And, and I, go, I know in law enforcement, if you are involved like in an officer-involved shooting, Immediate suspension. Immediate suspension. Administrative, not suspension, but administrative leave. Right. So, hey, we can't take the chance of you being out there if you're out there shooting your gun when you shouldn't be. Right. So why don't they do that with doctors? He, three more patients ended up dying during the investigation. 
Um, I know when I was with... Uh, because with cops are the only ones that do wrong and need to be fired and prosecuted anytime they fire their gun. I mean, come on. Yeah. You know that. I, I know when I worked for the state, when we had a, an officer-involved shooting where we were investigating, immediately that day, we took their gun for lab purposes. Ballistics. Ballistics. Yeah. And they were on administrative leave. Absolutely. Right. And we were required to have our investigation done within 30 days. And as an administrator, our policy dictated that when we got on scene of an officer-involved shooting, we immediately went and got the officer that was involved, if if they weren't injured, of course. Right. If they're in a hospital, different story. But we secured their firearm, secured them in our vehicle, and immediately transported them to the station away from the scene yep. so that you know they're not catching any of this from the media or anybody else, to the scene, isolated them so that there's no interference from anybody else talking to them, and made sure they were okay, and took their weapons, secured in evidence, because FDLE, was com- which is Florida Department of Law Enforcement, which is who he worked for, is coming to the scene... And the next thing they're going to ask for once they clear the scene is where's the weapon? Yep. And here it is. And one. And, and let me ask you: did, did you did you remove the rounds? No, 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 no. Okay, because we always because we always counted how many rounds. Right. And made sure the chamber was clear and safe. Right. But no, we didn't. And, and if there was one in the chamber, which of course there was, right, we would pull the magazine, put that the gun, and if there was a magazine or a round in the chamber. That went all of them went together, right? One, one package. So, yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Because it was very important, and uh, and a lot of people, and and as being a firearms instructor, I know that this happens. A lot of people are like, "Oh, well, he he must have shot three rounds because he's missing two out of the magazine." Well, that's not necessarily true because what if he only put certain around in there? Right. So we we can't jump to conclusions. But and here's the deal: officers miscount, right? Absolutely, they get. We carried 15-round magazines. Yep. Sometimes when you got to that 15th round, unless you were sitting there and counting every single round, it was hard as hell to get that 15th round. Yep. It's hard as hell to get the 14th in there. It is. <laughs> yeah. So I know a lot of people that, wow, it's got to be 15. I can't get that 15th yeah. round in there. There could have only been 13 rounds. Yep. There could have only been 14 rounds in there. Absolutely. And That's why we a, never relied how, with how many was in the magazine. To begin with. Right. Right, before yep. the shooting. Yep. And as a supervisor, did we pull everybody's mag, empty every mag before every single shift? Of course not. We don't have time for that shit. No. We, we assume. No time for that. Yeah. <laughs> ain't got no time, time for that. that. <laughs> I love that video. So, back to Dr. Husel. They didn't do any of that. They did not put him on administrative leave during the investigation, and three other patients died while wow. they were conducting this wow. investigation. So, uh they finally, November twenty first, two thousand eighteen, they fired him. And they said, "Yeah, you're done here. You're you're done." Um, but he still didn't go to jail. Well, he did not go to jail immediately. January fifteenth, two thousand nineteen, he had his uh, license suspended as a doctor, um, and he was wow. charged with twenty five counts of murder. Some of them were dropped later by the judge. Um, and, and my question is, and. Th- I, I don't know if I talked about this, but um, guess who his uh, uh, defense attorney is? Uh, Isn't it the guy from, uh, oh, my gosh, I forget. Um, 
Yes. Go ahead. Jose Baez. Yes. The Casey Anthony attorney. Yes. This is in Ohio? In Ohio. He's, he's licensed to practice law in Ohio? Apparently. Apparently oh. so. So, uh, Dr. Husel um, hired our very own Florida Jose Baez, who um, was successful in defending Casey Anthony in the trial where she was accused of murdering her daughter. And we'll, we'll see what happens. I got to laugh. He was successful only because the prosecution the, was horrible. Thank you. The state put up a such a freaking terrible case yeah. in Casey Anthony, but I guess yes, he was successful. They they, they charged they, they overcharged charged, overcharged. Yeah. Overcharged what they could prove. Yeah. And they didn't even Ridiculous. bother trying to prove the any child lesser was and, and any lesser included. Well, well, she was she was responsible. Right. Child neglect. Yep. And the result of that do you agree she was guilty? I, I believe so, yes. I, I believe that she I mean, should have been guilty. I believe that she was responsible for the death. I don't believe it was first degree. No, I, no, no. I don't think it was first degree right. either. I, I think it was probably an accidental death that she tried to cover up. Right. I think it was it. either second degree or third or degree, which is manslaughter. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I agree with that. First hey, take. guys, if you want us to do a Casey Anthony case, which I think we kind of ought to, because it's it was such a huge case here in Florida and across the world. Um, if if you want to see us do one of those, please comment below. That yeah, we'd like to see your comments and you know and have you dive into it. It was in our backyard, guys. It was right here, like what twenty miles yeah, is where yeah. it happened from where we're at. So um, if you want to see something like that, put a comment below. Yeah, hey, you guys cover Casey Anthony or whatever, and what your thoughts are of the case. So you think she should have been found guilty or whatever? Let us know your thoughts. We'd love to cover that case. So Dr. Hughes wasn't the only one fired in this case. 30 other employees were actually fired by the hospital. I saw that. Um, wow. and, and that was because they did not do their job. They're like, oh, he's the doctor, and they should have called him on his shit. All right, they should have said, hey, um, written a formal complaint. I, I, I just <laughs> noticed that Dr. Hussel prescribed 2,000 micrograms for somebody who's 30 years old. Right? Right. You know, so, yeah. Here's, here's my question. Mm-hmm. I got a question for you. Um, and it's a legit question as far as you're saying nurses and pharmacists. Why nurses and pharmacists if he was able to go out and check out the drugs himself and pull those out of the machine or whatever and do that? Why, why do you know? So, I mean, so from from my research, the the nurses were because they saw this happening and didn't report it. Okay, gotcha. The pharmacists because they get a report, they get a use report, right? Uh, and and they okay. were like, "There's an excessive amount of fentanyl being used by this doctor," shit. and they they didn't say shit. Oh right. boy, yeah. So well, I mean, that's sort of like down here in Florida when we had all the we had the opiate problems and finally the. They they changed the laws down here because right. you know you had people going you know doctor shopping yeah exactly oh my god yeah yeah you know, and finally you know they finally said you know hey doctors you can't be prescribing all this opiate all these opiates and they formulated that whole um, system right where they had to log in every yep. time with the name and all that and you're right they were right. doctor and shopping we did a, we did a crap ton of pain search management pain um, management all, facilities, right, all these and facilities like and stuff yeah, but then they started going after the the pharmacies too mm-hmm. yeah because they're like time. 
why are you prescribing all these pain meds yep. from the same doctor? Yeah, over and over again. So, guys, if you wonder why when you go into CVS, Walgreens, Publix, whatever, and you go to try and buy some type of high-potent allergy medication, it, it's not fentanyl, but and they make you sign a piece of paper and show ID and all that, it's because the, um, what is it, um, the meth, meth is- the meth trade uses the substance that are in all these allergy medications. Yep. Sudafed and... Um, Thank you. Yeah, uh, Sudafedrin. Uh, yeah. Sudafedrin. Yep. Yeah. Um, but it's called something else. Not it's ephedrine. It's ephedrine or... Yeah. Um, and they're using that to make all of this... It's a precursor, right? Meth, yeah. exactly, along that's with meth. chemicals. Yeah. Yeah. And they were just melting shit down and put... So that's why, in case you didn't know why you have to show ID, why you have to show... That's why. And, and that's, that's why, why if you go, go to a doctor, doctor for a bad back, back a lot of times they're not going to give you oxycodone and things like that. They'll they'll try to give you, you know, Tylenol and things like that because they don't want to go to prison because we put a crap ton of them in prison. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and they'll give you a prescription for like 10 pills in yeah. like 10 days or something like that. I know, right. I know when my son got his um, wisdom tooth, I think they gave him three. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, I think the most that most of them will subscribe some prescribed, sorry, is like seven days out. You know, if you had like some kind of really major surgery, and I'm talking about oxycodone, oxycotton, you know, stuff like that that they're going to use because that is sold on the street for what, $50, $50 a pill, yeah, something like that yep. for oxys. And it's a major problem, guys. So, so you, you, you guys are um, Dr. Husel's defense attorney. What is your strategy? Strategy, strategy, strategy. Strategery? <laughs> right. Gotcha. Well, I mean, first of all, you know, I mean, you would have to look at each and every patient's medical record. Overall, what well, is your... Because you got you got to defend this guy. Well, each each one is a separate incident. Okay. So we have, I am going to make you prove every friggin' thing. And I'm okay. Gonna, I, I'm going to kill the state with, you know, you've got to prove each and every count. Okay. And I, I, you know, and then it's just higher medical opinion, you know, medical experts who can say some sort of justification for, for many of them. And, and, and what I ask is, is more, and I should have probably said this, you've got, you've got two sides of the coin. I think you've got, you've got um, comfort care versus accelerated death. Mm-hmm. Comfort care is a defense. I was offering comfort care. Okay. Accelerated death is what the state's going to go with. They weren't dying. You made them die. Well, and, and that's kind of I asked you earlier. I'm like, were these were they all terminal and things like that? Because right. you can't put someone on palliative care or comfort care. Okay. Literally Just be all fancy with well, birds yeah, and yeah. stuff. I like cigars. <laughs> um, I don't. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Well, you can't put someone on comfort care if they're not dying. Right. You know, so, I mean, if, if they're terminal, that's one thing. But you can be terminal but not be in pain, and therefore you don't need to have comfort care. Right. Per se. Right. right. I agree. But, you know, I mean, accelerated death is obviously, you basically what you're saying is, I killed him. Right. So. LT? I can't. 
I'm reading the notes and I'm listening. I can't really answer that. Okay. I mean, I don't know because I don't know. I really don't know what his motive is for for this, right? Or or what he was trying to do, you know, by doing this. I just I don't know what it is, but I would say that if you, as a physician, mm-hmm. know that a thousand milligrams of whatever it is. So I, I just can't go and say, yeah, I think he's guilty. Because I, I don't know what he was trying to do. Was he trying to just kill these people because he thought that they that they would be better off dead? Or if he was trying to comfort them and he went overboard? I mean, I don't know. But I damn sure think that he's guilty of freaking something. That's for damn sure. If, if, if at all minimal... Um, medical malfeasance. I mean, something. One of the uh, uh, prosecution witnesses was a, uh, a Dr. Wesley Eli of Vanderbilt, and he his his, his opinion that all uh, fourteen of the patients that he was accused of murder died as a direct result of medication he so ordered for them, <clears throat> not their underlying health conditions. Now, and if this that being said, an intelligent. He didn't do it on accident. No. This wasn't an accidental overdose. You know what I mean? So, yeah. So, that being said, guess how many witnesses were called for the defense? One. Two. Dr. Hussle. No. No. So, there was one witness called by the defense, and he said, no, that was not an overprescription. So, it seems to me to be a battle of the experts. And who is he? Um, I, you know what? I just heard it. It just happened today, and I forgot his name. He was an expert from another. Yeah, the trial is going no. on right well, now as we speak, right? Well, this today, they, the defense closed the case with one witness, only calling one witness. No wow. other rebuttal witnesses, nothing. Just did they call one Kyle witness. Rittenhouse? They did not. That would have been a good witness to call right. because he did really well on the stand. <laughs> he did. Did they so, call Dr. Jack? They they only called this doctor who said that uh, uh, you know what what else is this guy going to say if, he, if he's hired by Doctor Jack Kavorkian? <laughs> no, I mean come on, right? Um, so did they call OJ. No, they did not. They called this one doctor who said no, he was fine. He didn't overprescribe. Whatever. So whatever. It, it is. It is. It is. They called one, and then the defense rest. And it was funny if you look at the video. Um, Jose Baez, the uh, the judge says, "All right, uh, press, uh, defense, would you please call your next witness, Mrs. So and So?" And Jose, that would be my honor, your honor. Uh, the defense rests. Oh, Not all cocky wow. and shit. Yeah. So and it's going to be interesting with the with the jury because uh, the defense. All what do they have to come up with? Reasonable doubt. Right. Yeah. That's it. So you have you have, you have going to be rebuttals. You have rebuttal witnesses. I, oh, from the state? Yeah. No, you only have one defense. No, I mean after the state gives theirs, you you. Well, the state went first. They went first. Yeah. And defense. Do any rebuttal? It's it's witnesses? well, I, I don't know if they're going to come back, but there's only one defense witness. 
That's you, what I'm saying. Yeah. So, I mean. So, yeah, but it's all 100% medical opinion anyway. Yeah. You blew your wad in one shot. Right. So let me or, ask you. <laughs> LT. You're used to that, right, John? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, buddy. John's got a bad back right now. He heard it working in his yard. And I'm teasing on him, and I'm sorry. And we've given him a, my back. And we've uh, oh, it's down and, there. It's and we've give, and we've given him a crap ton of fentanyl. So yeah, <laughs> Poor only guys. about one thousand micrograms. <laughs> <laughs> Poor guys are over here with a cane. I feel so bad for him. Not really, but I I, I do kind of feel bad. For him. Yeah, I told him I said drink some more beer. Yeah, and listen, make him feel better. Listen, knees. <laughs> <laughs> my knees are terrible. Could be because I'm like nine hundred pounds. What? Guilty. You no, have, you have you have you have three <laughs> options: guilty, not guilty, hung jury. Man, without watching any of the trial, um, defense called one witness. I say guilty. John? He will be found guilty of some of these cases. And you know, I I did I don't I know agree. I don't know all you know underlying right, right, right. charges. Um, I, I, th- I, I'm going to go out. I haven't bet you a cigar in a while. Well, here we oh, go. Oh, well. What kind of cigar would you like now? Yeah, I was going <laughs> to say, because my track record so, is 100%. I always win. So, uh, what did you say? I said guilty. Guilty. I didn't As say charged, all the charges, but guilty. He I would mean, be a guilty of quite a few of them anyway. Mm, yes. That's hard, that's hard to bet against. Well, you know. <laughs> I mean, did you think you were going to be able to say, oh, he will be found, you know, he said not guilty on all or guilty I'll on all. I'll tell you all. what. Well, I, I tell you what, let's do years. this. Let's do this. Let's do this. Here we go. If he is. If, His bets, he always loses. <laughs> Just say I tell you what. If he is found guilty of five or less, <laughs> I win. Five or more, you win. Here we go. Take it. How Take many it. cases? 30 Four, something? 14. Oh, he's only oh. charged 14? I thought it was 30-something. Well, that's what he was arrested for, and they dropped some. Okay, so five or more, I win. I mean, six or more, I win. Six, six or more, no. Yes. You okay. said wait, 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 wait. No, no, no. Here, here's how we said it. Here we go. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's, it's changing right no. now. <laughs> and I don't get to owe anyone a cigar. <laughs> Less than five. Okay. You win. All right. More five than, or more. No, no. More than five, you win. Five, you both get me a cigar. Okay. If, if it's, it's right, right on five. Exactly five. Exactly five. Exactly I'll five. take that bet. So right, I don't you guys are witness. You guys are witness. So I'm not betting anyone's cigars. Four or less. No, wait a minute. Oh, no, 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 no. You're not betting. I'm not Four or less, I he win. wins. John and I, yes. Okay. Yeah. John and I buy him a cigar. Five exactly, Camille and I buy John a cigar. More than five, them two both buy me a cigar. Okay. That's two cigars. And we're talking talking counts, not people, right? Whatever. Yeah, Yeah, counts. Okay. Yeah, five counts. Five counts of murder. Yeah, or more. Murder. Yeah. Now, now we're not talking like if there's any other minor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not talking unlawful. We're talking malpractice. It can be. It can be second degree or first degree. And or manslaughter. Yes. yes. That's okay. not murder. No, no. Any, any manslaughter and above. 
Okay. I'll yeah, take manslaughter that. and above. Basically, that. yeah, causing the death of. Manslaughter okay. and above. Okay. What do you guys think? Tell us Let your us prediction. Know. Yes. Tell us your prediction. Who's going to win this bet? <laughs> that is the story of America's Dr. Death. If you want to know more about Harold Shipman, British Dr. Death, um, check out our, our videos uh, um, yes. on YouTube. We have 35 videos. We'd love to hear from you. Please make sure and uh, like, subscribe, share, tell all your friends. This is the greatest podcast known to man. And, and don't else? forget to hit that little bell up there, guys, which gives you a notification every time we post a new video. Because remember, we do shorts. We do other videos during the week or, you know, commentaries. Between, between them, we do commentaries. We do John's We do Ronnie's rants. So there's all kinds of stuff being put on this channel. So hit that little bell and put all notifications, and that'll just give you a little bit of a, you know, notification when you look at your YouTube app and your phone or iPad or whatever it is, and it'll tell you, hey, there's a new notification. Bam. Hey, Surviving the Badge put out a new video. Yep. And we, we, we were trying to get to 1,000 subscribers, so please... Like and subscribe and and help us out because we we want we want to, we love doing it and we love doing it for you guys. Is no. there anywhere else on the interwebs yes, we can we, be found? We are yeah. on um, Spotify. We're on Apple. We are on Anchor. Um, Anchor. We're Rumble. on Instagram. Rumble. Um, Twitter. Twitter. Yep. We are just about everywhere you can possibly look. But what we really want to talk for the high schoolers. Yeah, <laughs> we really want to focus on. You know, this channel where you're watching this now, we really need those subscribers. Once we reach a thousand guys, then we can monetize the channel. We can make about this much money off of it, which will pay to make, you know, some better equipment and stuff. We really appreciate it. Thank you very much. Maybe we'll get Camille some uh, cosmetic surgery. Thank God. I don't think, I don't think there's enough to help. Okay. <laughs> All right. So as I hear always, Dr. Hussle is doing uh, <laughs> surgery. He's, doing <laughs> he, he's getting rid of this turkey neck. <laughs> yeah. Thank God. So as always here at Surviving the Badge, we, we still, still got, got your six. six. Salute.